All standby passengers, see me at the podium for your seat assignment. Non-Rev Lounge is a travel and aviation podcast. Monique, Laura, and Tyler are three friends that work for a major airline as gate agent, flight attendant, and ramp worker. During this podcast, they will discuss using their flight benefits to travel the world as well as talk about things that happen at work. They have guests on almost every week to share their travels and stories, leaving tips on the best places to travel or things to do. Enjoy. People are going to know me. I'm not the only barrel in the company, by the way. There's another one who's a home-based rep in Tucson Res, which is hilarious because that's where I started. Oh, that is funny. I'm dying to meet her. You started in Res, Tucson. Okay, she gets all your A and B's. Save it for the. (laughs) Save it for the. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. Save it for the podcast. (laughs) That's what Tyler would say. Okay. Welcome to the Non-Rev Lounge. I'm Monique. I'm Lara. And I'm Tyler. How you guys been this week? Pretty good. Yeah, I've yeah. been off for a couple of days. So. Well, Laura did some fun recently since we recorded last. Uh-huh. I did a, an English tea on the, a double-decker bus in London with my crew. It was fun. So they, they gutted out the, the bus and just turned it into like a tea room? Well, they no, they kept the seats, but then they, it's like, you know, a trailer when you, you know, a trailer that you spend the night in. They had little tables in there and they had the the tea sandwiches and the sam- the little sweets and it was really fun. It was really fun. They had a lot of good music. Did you get to sit up front so you could see good? No, no, because we oh. were a group of six of us. So they put us kind of in the middle, but they put us on the top floor of the bus. It's a double decker. So there were people down on the bottom. So I felt bad for them because on the top, they, it was all in glass. So you could see everything. It was really fun. That is cool. Well, you the s- whole crew went. You said, oh, I thought you said something. Well, there's like- three that stayed out. And then they were jealous afterwards. Yeah, they? they were sorry. Mm-hmm. Well, because you gave up going to a show to do it, right? Yes. Was With it Tina. Worth it? With Tina from a previous um, episode. Yeah, from the shows. The, the showgirl. So she, yeah. And then she asked to a, go on you it. Is showgirl? <laughs> Isn't that something else? <laughs> She's oh. a different kind of showgirl. So anyway, so yeah, she she was on our flight. And so she wanted to go. But then I called when we landed. But they said they were full. Yeah, I remember when I went to London with my parents a couple years back, seeing that and being like, that would have been really fun. Oh, it was so fun. We had such a good time. Yeah. And I gave out. Um, wings to all the staff there. They were all wearing their wings. They were so pr- they oh, were so proud of those wings. That's cute. Very cool. That was like fun. Go. What did you do over the weekend? I went up to. Uh, I just wanted to fly. I haven't flown. I last. I talked about how bad it was the whole month. Of, so I flew to San Francisco, and then I took the life flats to New York with my son Jake. That's seven, and uh, it was fun just to be able to fly again. I had fell asleep, and they have those like the big ice cream sundays they do. Yeah, and apparently. He had hit something, and it went all over him. So I woke up to him screaming in first class, "Dad!" Oh no! Oh and no! And I woke up just yelling, "Quiet! Like just be quiet!" And I had to get them all cleaned up. But it was fun though. We we flew there, and then ended up flying right back to San Francisco, and then did some spotting. We ended up meeting one of our listeners, really, Justin Chen. So Wait, where did Francisco? you meet in San Francisco? Yeah, he came and went, did some spotting with us, watched the planes. For oh, a how while. fun! He's so nice. Uh, he can't come because he's going to be in Japan. He's taking his daughter for spring break, her spring break. So he's not coming to Dallas with us. But he was so nice, though. And I was thinking, I was telling this earlier. I bet he was so disappointing meeting me in person because <laughs> I'm unedited. <laughs> so I bet, I bet he was just kind of like, "Oh, this guy's boring." He's like, "This guy says I'm um, a lot." <laughs> he doesn't say it on the show. <laughs> So, but yeah, it was great to be. So, thanks for coming, coming Justin. But well, it was a fun weekend. It was nice. Also, if people listen to the podcast faster, 
Like, it, does oh, yeah, Kyle, like Kyle listen on like two point, like twice as fast. So when he talks to you in person, is he like, get it out, Tyler, come on. I'm like, I'm <laughs> coming so slow. to the... <laughs> so. Oh, but they closed our, our flight had like 30 seats up coming back. And all of a sudden it went to zero. What the heck? Yeah, I, I think they canceled the Charlotte Red Eye or something. So they'd called people or said, if you want to go, come now. Because ours was in the afternoon. So all of a sudden I'm like, oh, crap. But we were the first two on the list. So I just pulled out Staff Traveler and I was able to find like all these different routes. So it felt pretty good that you were confident safe. Yeah, yeah. that we could still get home that night. I did drop my shift in the morning just in case we got stuck, stuck. But I was like, okay, like it was nice to have because I was like, we can go over to Oakland and then get home on Southwest or go if we get to LA. So I, it's just, it's one of those tools that's so nice to have. And we didn't use it. We ended up getting on, but I had so many options to get home. So. So you would have like one of my trips where you went from way flat to Southwest. <laughs> Southwest, <instead>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just to get home. Yeah. Okay. That's a fun trip. Well, today we're so excited because we have a guest. We Yay. do. We have a guest. Okay, so I'd like to introduce you guys to our friend Beryl. Beryl is part of the recognition team at American Airlines, and she's helping us with our meetup in Dallas on the 14th and 15th. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Wonderful to see you all again. The second time I've had a chance to meet you, last time also in Phoenix. So this is a well, dream. Thank, thank you for coming to Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. You know, everyone's going to be, everybody comes to join us, gets to meet Beryl. And she's been so nice, such a great support of our show. And she's opened up everything that you guys do for us to come. And you're the reason we're able to do this. Because I remember we kind of chose another week. And you said you're not available because you're at a ski event. And I was like, oh, I'm not sure if we want to bother that much. And Laura said, no, like, we're not doing it unless Beryl can help us. <laughs> I okay. did say that. <laughs> so and it's better. We're doing it a lot better. But uh, yeah, we're glad you join us and we can uh, learn more about what's going to happen that week. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you again. Yeah, thank you. All right. So I've got a question for you just to start out. Okay. So uh, if you're using like a vacation pass, like your D1s or S1s or whatever people use, you're limited how many you get a year mm -hmm. would you prefer to use it and to get an upgraded seat but everyone else on standby gets it even buddy passes mm -hmm. or you use that vacation pass and you don't get the upgrade but you'd get on the flight in like the back and it's open so like you, you waste it either way Ooh. what's worse i guess that's a what is that worse. is tough i mean i'm never going to turn down an upgraded seat that's always a win especially now it's tough to get up in business or first. So if you get it, it's a win to me, uh, no matter what. And I don't look back to see what would have happened. Uh, I don't want to see you like myself. <laughs> see, she, she doesn't look back. Nope. Me either. Nope. Me either, Beryl. <laughs> That's a good attitude to have. What would you do, Monique? Or what, what, what would be worst for you? To use it and and get it or but not need it or use it? Either way, you're burning it and not needing it. You no, know, I think it'd still be in front, like you said. Cause, At least you get that. Yeah, because if I'm in back, then I'm extra like peeved that I wasted mm -hmm. it. I'd be like, I, it didn't even do any good. Like at least I'm up in front enjoying myself. But you'd be so mad if you were there like, was a, a open seat next to you, even like, yeah, you got it. But yeah, yeah, yeah and I'm like, and that D three is even enjoying it. That buddy pass, so good and they for shouldn't them. be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but then I guess I go. They're paying good money to sit no, up here yeah. too, though. So. All right, so Laura kind of said your, your job. Is there more to your job? Because you do a lot, right? What is your official? Can you yes, share that? I can. So recently, I was promoted. I'm now 
director of team member engagement. So that means I have recognition, which I've had for several years, also events. So if you think of any sort of team member events we have at the company, as well as our museum team, the C.R. Smith Museum, and uh, campus experience or campus engagement. So how everyone interacts with our campus. So that's exactly our meetup. Yes. Well, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. So how did you, you told us before, but tell us, how did you get in the industry? Like, did you always want to work for the airline or how did you start and get to where you're at now? Well, it's kind of an interesting, at least interesting to me type story. So I have three other family members who work for American. Uh, my sister was the first. She's a flight attendant. She's based in New York. And she had always told me, come and work for American. It's an amazing company. You would love it. After I was in graduate school, I ended up moving to Arizona. I'm from Ohio, moved out to Arizona, and I thought I was going to be a teacher. Um, I knew Arizona needed teachers. I thought it was going to be great. It took the time, takes a long time to do your background check and all sorts of things. And I was substitute teaching, and I found out after several months that I was not going to be able to be a teacher unless I went back to school and got an education degree. And I thought, you know, After going to school for quite some time, I'm not about to go back. Uh, So (laughs) I was trying to figure out what to do. I was far from home. Uh, My sister had given me one D3 to go back one time, which was nice. But obviously, I wanted to travel more. And I had a friend mention to him, he, you know, I want to do something else. What do you think? And he said, well, my girlfriend works for an airline. And she works for an airline out here in Tucson. And if you're interested, I can hook you up with her so she can give you information. And she did. And she worked for American. There happened to be a res office. So I put in, uh, did the phone screen and, you know, the 800 things you do at the very beginning, came in, met a bunch of people, did a panel interview at the time, and then an individual interview. And then I was offered a job in Tucson Reservations. And I was so excited because I knew a little bit about working for the airline. Um, I had been fortunate enough to non-rev since I was about 15 years old. Oh, yeah. On my sister's passes and gone to some amazing places. Um, and I really wanted the chance because I love to travel. I really love American Airlines. And I was excited to get into it. And and that was my step in. And it's been almost 23 years now. I've done a lot of different things. Tucson Res. Just like you, reservations. Yeah, so how Money. long did you actually last in reservations? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was in reservations for five years. What? Um, really? And it, here's the thing. So I started, and I was in my 20s, and maybe only me, maybe you all can relate, but in your 20s, you're like, I'm amazing, and everyone is going to think I'm awesome. So I thought, I'm going to do this for a year, and then I'm going to come to headquarters because everyone's going to think I'm awesome. Well, I started in August of 2000. My official seniority date was September of 2000. Had my one year, and then it was 9-11. And I almost immediately got furloughed. Had the fortunate ability to work at the airport for a little bit, and then got recalled to reservations. But as you know, at that time, it was really, really volatile in the industry. Mm -hmm. There were a lot of carriers going through bankruptcy or almost in bankruptcy like American was. And we really had a few dicey years where we weren't really sure if we were going to go into bankruptcy, what was going to happen. There were a lot of cuts and other things happening. So I didn't move until 2005 when I was fortunate enough to get a job in sales. And then I came to the DFW area. Wow. So longer than I expected. (laughs) (laughs) Thank thank you. Yeah, it was Mm 9-11. Did you have a black heart when you left like Monique did? No. 
Because Monique was I, as nice as you when she started. <laughs> <laughs> hey, reservations, I will tell you, is one of the best places to start in this company. You learn so much about how the airline works. You meet a lot of great friends, but huge props to anyone in reservations because I cannot be tethered to a phone that long every day. It's difficult. I don't think people realize who haven't been in that area how tough it is to be on the phone that long. Every job at this company is tough. It's tough being at the airport. It's tough being on the ramp. It's tough being a flight attendant. But I think sometimes people say, oh, reservations is easier just talking on the phone. It's not that easy. (laughs) And not treated very well, usually. Right, yeah. Monique, you, yeah, most of the time people aren't excited to be on the phone with you. Yeah. Yes. And they're anonymous sometimes That's it. That's to a degree on the phone, yeah. kind of like online. So it's they can be a little more difficult. All right. What I'd like to, you to tell us is about the event that you, one of your that your team has done in your career that you are most proud of. This may be the most difficult question you've asked me. And I say that because there are a lot of great things we have done over the years. And I've been incredibly lucky to be in so many wonderful jobs where we've done fun things. So I will talk about the one I'm most proud of. And then I might mention a second. A few years back, we had a big event for a gentleman named Al Blackman, Blackie. He was a crew chief at JFK, longest tenured mechanic in our industry, um, certainly an American. He started when he was 16. And at the time, he was celebrating his 75th anniversary. So last year, he celebrated his 80th. And for his 75th, we wanted to do something really special. So I had recognition. We worked with events and really figured out what could we do. We worked with the local JFK team. They're amazing. And we dedicated an airplane. It was a 777-200. You all may have seen it flying around. It has a special decal on it, a 75 with his signature on it. We brought it in uh, to JFK and we had a huge event. We had Italian food catered because that was his favorite or is is his favorite, I should say. It was a hangar party. Yes, at the hangar. We had a lot of people come and speak. And the most fun part to me is we had the plane come in. No one really saw it. We had a big curtain covering it. And Doug was there. Bob Crandall was there. Lots of people, lots of journalists, tons of team members and people, his family and had a lot of speeches. Thank you. We had a custom pin for a 75th. It was a 75 and it was encrusted with black diamonds because his his nickname is Blackie. So beautiful pin. Gave it to him and then they all stood and they pulled this lever and the curtain dropped, uh-huh. and you saw the plane, and we had streamers. It was really mm. cool, but that wasn't the best. So we did all of that, and then we took him and his family and some journalists up on the plane. We did a quick flight around New York. Wow. It was amazing. We flew around, flew around West Point, came back. And he had a chance to talk with people. Of course, we put him in first class on the 777-200. <laughs> but it was a really nice way to say thank you. And you know, what an amazing accomplishment for someone who's been at our company, in our industry. That team, you know, when we went up to New York, we met them. We interviewed a lot of people to do a special video for him. And they told us he knew so much that he could literally fashion anything out of sheet metal. And he taught those guys so much and they were just indebted to him forever. Anyone who had any question would go to him. So to be able to do something so cool 
for someone who just had so much of an impact and inspiring to so many people and knew so many people at this company, that meant a lot to me. And I'm really proud of it. Oh, I agree. Yeah, that's really cool. That is neat. I've seen that plane before. Yeah. Yes. I remember when it happened when you guys had the party. I thought that was cool. Yes. It It was was back when we had a magazine. Yes. I think it was in the magazine. Yes. The American Way magazine. Uh Absolutely. But yeah, I mean, it's tough. There are a lot of great things. What's the next one you... Because you... So the next one, I would say we did our fall festival this past year. And that was really exciting to me. So our team worked incredibly hard on this to essentially put on an event where we invited friends and family of our team members and our team members, of course, to our campus. And we had stations all over. So you could really explore the campus. We had live music. We had some food trucks. We had a number of different things. And it was free to everybody. So you could come. You could go to the C.R. Smith Museum. They had a big hangar sale. So thanks to the Tulsa team for donating a lot of different items that people could bid on. And that all went to raise money for the Family Fund and the C.R. Smith Museum. Then you could go over and get some food from the food trucks. You could go to the play area with your kids. You could go explore some of the buildings, including the studio. And we really got to show off our campus and let people say, hey, this is where I work, or this is where my company is based. And you get to see how it looks and what an investment it is and how great the company does in terms of thinking about team members and really giving everyone a great place to work and a great place to come, even if you're not based here. I can see why that would be um, up there. Mm-hmm. I, can, I do. I go. That's really cool. Well, so I was telling Tyler earlier, I was like, I feel like your team would be such a cool place in the industry to be in because it's like you get the variety of different places you guys go and do different things, but also it's like the good parts of it. I, I know it's sometimes all positive. At the, yeah, at the airport, a lot of times, <laughs> sometimes we get negatives, but it seems like it's always, you get to highlight the good stuff. So that's what I was like, that's a pretty pretty cool thing. We do. We are very lucky in that sense. We do hear all of the great things that happen at this company and we get to do some cool things to thank people and help them feel really appreciated, which I love. It's a lot of hard work, but definitely, definitely worth it. So what are some of the, or what's the most stressful part of your job? Probably trying to figure out how we do it all. (laughs) We have a lot of ideas and so much more that we want to do. We get a lot of people who tell us, hey, it'd be really cool if you could Or, wow, it'd be nice if the company could do this. And I mean, we want to do everything, but we have limited time and limited people. So one thing at a time, we'll we'll figure it out. But that's probably the most stressful to me is how do we get it all done? Oh, we're just talking about that fall festival. How did you pull all that together with your, your, your really, your team's not that large. So how did you pull it all together? <laughs> how many volunteers did you have for that? I think we had about 30 volunteers. Wow. Yeah. But, you know, we have a lot of great relationships with people and uh, a lot of people are interested in helping out. So oh, yeah. we say, hey, if we have the opportunity and you want to help, we're all for it. I would volunteer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that would be fun. <laughs> do you thrive on stress? Is that your personality? Clearly. <laughs> Clearly I do. Well, certain people, they get stressed. And they, but as much as you take on, I know a few weeks ago, you were working your ski event or preparing mm-hmm. for it. And I said, can, when can we meet? And you're like, not now, but you're kind of in the zone getting ready for mm-hmm. that. But I'm sure that there's so much work that you do. So there are certain people handle stress a lot better than others. Some people kind of thrive on that. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I think I, we have a thriver here. <laughs> I will say, I mean, my team does incredible work. So they really, 
they do a ton. And for me, it's trying to figure out the best way I can support them. They, you know, they do celebrity ski, they do fall festival, they do the chairman's event in the late fall, uh, not to mention running all the recognition programs, different things going on. I, I couldn't be prouder. But I also try and think about, hey, maybe I thrive in stress, but I don't know that everybody does. So how do we support them so they can continue doing all the great things they do? So with your job, you do recognition, and mm-hmm. this is a non-rev podcast. Do you recognize non-revs and who does the best non-revving? <laughs> <laughs> that would be a lot of fun. I No, we don't officially have an award. <laughs> maybe we should add one. I'll put it on my list. You know, we hear some pretty amazing stories. And I love asking people, especially when we meet chairman's winners and others, tell me where you've traveled, tell me what you've done. Do you have any tips? Have you learned anything different? So we love talking about it, but we haven't quite come up with an award yet. Maybe like a dollar store award, just like <laughs> I want <Sure>. it. <laughs> a little stress airplane that you can squeeze, yeah. perhaps. Yeah. While you're waiting to get that, <laughs> you're like, on? sitting Why by not? the podium. Well, just waiting. There'd be so many ways to look at it. There's certain people that fly a ton, but not really great stuff. Mm-hmm. And other people that don't fly much, but they always, like uh, Pilot Jose in New oh, York, yeah. he's always in first class. Because he'll go to Europe in first class. He just knows when to go. He go to San Francisco. Everything seems like to be lay flat. So I'm always like, he does. Oh, he does. He, he may not out. have a ton, a ton of flights, but because some people fly 150 times a year, but so I don't know how you would even judge it. But <laughs> I know <laughs> I, I wouldn't throw your name with in three the- kids. I, I mean, I don't take the best. I travel a lot, but he, well, some um, of your kids are better non-rivers than than you. Some of the employees, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, no doubt. <laughs> that pilot Jose, he he is a big av geek, and he knows everything that's happening in the aviation community, not just that airline. But he he's the one that told me about the Neo that airlines was getting the very first Neo at three twenty one Neo. Mm-hmm. I should say that because there's other Neos, but the three twenty one. He's the one that told me about that, and he was coming down to Phoenix so he could fly on it. And I said, well, if you're coming to Phoenix, you can stay at my house, you know, so you can get on that flight. Yeah, he didn't. He ended up changing his mind, but. Okay, so we're so excited about our meetup and we thank you so much for providing the the tours that we're going to be taking. So why don't you tell us about what we expect at our meetup? Thank you. Oh, I am super excited for this too. And why would, why does everyone want to come? Because it's the world's largest airline. Yes. <laughs> and we have an incredible campus. So absolutely. Brand new. I, brand new. Yes, it is new. And I, everyone so far that I talked to who's come is so excited and so proud. And that's the feeling we want everyone to have. It is incredible. And if you don't already know this, if you work for American and you have a badge, your badge works and lets you on campus. It is truly built for the entire airline, which is amazing. I don't think you see that a lot of places. So that's pretty cool. Um, but let's talk about what's coming. So yeah. we are going to bring people up to a couple of different buildings and do some tours. Yes. The first building we will go to, um, all the buildings on the campus are Skyview buildings. So Skyview one through eight. We're going to go to a couple of them, including the C.R. Smith Museum, um, which if you're an av geek, you will love that for sure. Uh, First building we'll go to is Skyview eight. This is where most of the corporate functions sit. Um, We have a lot of cool stuff in that building. One of my favorite things that they did when they built this campus and this building in particular is put a lot of AvGeek stuff across the different sections. So you walk in and you look at the wall and the ceiling by the security desk, and it's um, essentially the map, the aeronautical map of uh, DFW. 
that you can see. And then you walk in and you look up and you see this huge thing with a light and that looks like a turbine from an engine. So there are a lot of elements like that um, that you're going to see throughout the campus that really get you excited and helps you feel like this is an airline campus. This is not just a campus of a big corporation, but it is a campus that's an airline. And not only that, it's American Airlines. A lot of really cool things that you'll see. So we're going to go there. We're going to see a number of different areas. And then we will walk across campus a couple minutes and we will head over to the newest building. It's Skyview 6. It's our hospitality complex. And here is a brand new hotel. It has 600 rooms for our team members. So only team members can stay there. However, everyone will get to come in and see the main areas. This is accessible to others. We have a beautiful fitness center. We've got a ballroom. We've got this gorgeous dining room. We have a coffee bar that turns into a wine bar in the evenings. There's a tavern, lots of outdoor space, um, even pickleball courts. Lots of cool stuff. Love pickleball. So we're going to go there. You'll get to see all of that. We're going to have lunch on campus, which will be lovely. And then we will head over in the afternoon to the C.R. Smith Museum. So everyone will get to see that. We've got a DC-3 in there. And you can actually walk inside of that plane. If you've never been there, it's pretty cool. See a lot of the history of the airline. Um, And then do a little shopping in the gift shop, of course, before you head on to what you're doing the rest of the night. That is great. And, you know, this is the year that American Airlines is celebrating. It's the 90th year that we've had flight attendants. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Good call out. Mm-hmm. What did they do before that? They didn't have flight attendants. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they were not safe. <laughs> no, no. We were flying mail. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. It's exciting. Yeah, it's going to exci- be a fun and it, weekend. And what's the cost to everyone, to all of our people that are coming? For that day? Mm-hmm. What's the cost? Hello? Yes. Free. Yeah, we are so lucky. Yeah, so lucky. Yeah, this. it's going to be a great time. It is. But Absolutely. When I was, before we met you the first time, I was like, yeah, it sounds fun to go to see the tour. It's a, I had been to the headquarters, the old one. I haven't been to the new one. And then meeting you and hearing you talk about it, I was like, oh, this is going to be awesome. So hopefully everyone felt that same way as you shared that. So, but we're, we're getting close as this show comes out. It's, we're only a couple of days till the registration closes because it has to be done a week. So can you explain why that's so important that people, do that for us. Oh, absolutely. So first off, we want to know how many people are interested in coming and doing the tours and having lunch because we need an idea of numbers in general. One, how many people will we have available to take people on tours? You know, we're we're going to have a limited amount at a time. Obviously, you think about taking the elevators up and going to different areas of campus. There's only so much space and we want to make sure everyone can hear one of our team talking about the importance of different areas and what you can find. The other part of it is if you are not one of our team members, we do need to put you on the security list. So you do have access. Our team is really, really good. Our security team is really good about keeping the campus secure, but we do allow people access as long as we have their names. So we can set that up and get you all a badge to come in on that day and tour around. Okay, very That's cool. pretty cool. So this show comes out on the fourth. So if you listen to it today, then this weekend it's closed because we had to get a week before. So get on now. The link is below. And also you'll find us on social media. We'll have it everywhere. So, and fill that out. 
a lot of people have already. We have, as of recording, there's 80 people that have filled it out. And I know there's still a handful that have showed interest. So if you're still thinking about it, even if you're not sure, Beryl said, fill it out so that it's because if you get approved, but you don't show up because of whatever reason, that's fine. But if it's too late, it's too late. So yeah, you can't get in. Well, I look how senior I am. And I've always wanted to tour that mu- museum and I've never had time. This is a great uh, opportunity. Yeah. yeah. So by March 8th, make sure you've done the registration. So you have a couple more days. So if you're here now, that, then it's too late. April 8th. April 8th. Oh, sh- April 8th. Yeah, April 8th. Well, thank you very much, Beryl. We're super excited. Thank you. I appreciate you. Same. Can't wait to see you all there. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a fun weekend. So make sure you get on and do that. And then once it closes, we're planning on sending a big email out. So everyone that's gave their email and said they want to come to any part of it, we're going to give the full itinerary. We kind of have the basic one out there of where to be when because the the campus is big, right? And the uh, Founders Plaza, like the address to that where we're going to be so if you're coming on friday to that we're going to have our restaurants where we're doing dinner so if you sign up for those you have to pay your own food for those but where to go so you can go um we suggest if you're not from there to probably to maybe if you're going to do more than just a day tour because i think you can do getting around but you may want to look at getting a car we're going to have some cars we're renting cars just because what a barrel how big is the airport dallas where you told us before well, the DFW airport property is larger than Manhattan. That's right. Wow. Pretty decent size. And we're going to be on the opposite end on Friday night. And we're probably going to do barbecue as a kind of the plan on that side too. So if you're just going to plan on Ubering, it's going to maybe start adding up. So maybe price out and see. Maybe we can get a couple cars and share rides with people. But yeah, yeah, that's kind of the, the plan. So, But there's parking on campus too, yes. you said. So Absolutely. if you have cars, you can park. But uh, we'll get all the information to you. Uh, about a week before, and then we can answer questions leading up to it. So you can reach back, reach back to us. I plan and, on hitchhiking. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, I got two thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> Bring your badge. <laughs> that's fun. And raffle. We didn't mention the raffle, but we've got stuff coming in. Even Beryl's giving some of her personal collection. Thank but, you. But uh, we keep getting stuff in, so we're excited for that. So Yeah, I'm good. trying to recruit my family to come so we could win more stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Because we're not eligible. Yeah, I keep being told that I am not eligible. So I've got to recruit other people. I have to keep telling her that because <laughs> yes. she keeps saying, oh, I can't wait to win that. I'm like, you're not eligible. Because this stuff is so cool. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. We actually had a people, few people that have Airbnbs in Rotan. Rotan. Ro- uh-huh. They're giving three-night stays down there. So a couple of those. So. I know. I told Tati today, she goes, I can win that, right? And I said, oh, yeah, babe. We're going to win that. <laughs> JSX is giving out some travel vouchers. Yeah. So it's going to be fun. All right, so we're going to have you on next week, and we're going to talk more about your travels. But before we close this one, let's have you, can you share one travel story that uh, maybe you're the most proud of or a brag, or aviation or travel? Enjoy. <laughs> or a, a great trip. Oh, again, a lot of great trips. Another very difficult question you ask. But what comes to mind is I have a friend who loved a non-rev. She left American. She retired from American a couple of years ago. And... She and I did a weekend trip to Athens, Greece. (sighs) Had a friend there who was asking for a few items. He used to live in the United States and, or he'd come to visit in the United States and needed a couple of things. And it actually ended up being faster and less expensive if we bought them and flew them to Greece and delivered them to him. So she said, I'm thinking of doing a long weekend, three to four days and going to Athens and bringing some items what do you think? And I said, absolutely. 
I will tell everyone, always take the trip. Always, always take the trip. So we decided to go. I'd never been to Athens before. We flew in, flew in through Philadelphia, got in, basically spent three days there. And we did everything you could do in Athens. You know, the typical, the Acropolis, other little things like that. Drove around. The Plaka. Um, the plaka. Yes, Plaka shopping. Lots of great food. Probably some of the best food I've ever had in my life. And then non-rev back. And when we came back, we actually had to be a little creative. I think the equipment was downgraded. So we took... we. Got a Z on Lufthansa from Athens to Frankfurt and then hopped on our Frankfurt DFW flight to get wow. back, um, which worked really well. But it was a quick, quick trip, long way to go, but completely worth it. That's a great non-rev story. <laughs> yeah, that's very cool. That's awesome. So we can hear more about that, more stories next week. We wanted to get all this information out and let everyone meet Beryl. Hopefully everyone wants to come and meet her in person. So... We're excited. Go, excited. go sign up and uh, let us know if you have anything to put in there. And one of the things is the comments. A few people put things. One person, did I tell you that? Mm-mm. One person said they'll come as long as Lara stops talking about bad about low cost carriers. <laughs> <laughs> Someone said that? I, yeah. I like lo- you. If you anything, I think I'm probably the one that. Maybe he mixes the voices up. It's like I probably drive. <laughs> I like low class carrier school buses. No, but it, we've got a few things in there about that. So if you have any questions, you can put in there. We can respond to you. So. Was that me? Did they give her a one star review? <laughs> yeah, they got a one star. <laughs> <laughs> now we know why we got that one star. <laughs> but uh, thanks for joining us, and we're excited to see everyone. So we'll see you next week. Bye. This has been Non-Rev Lounge. This episode was sponsored by Staff Traveler, which is the number one app to get your non-rev loads. It is used by over 400,000 people from all airlines in the world and built to make your non-rev trips easy and stress-free. Sign up now for free at stafftraveler.com forward slash non-rev lounge. Yeah. Anything that you don't want, just let me know. Okay. And I can send it to you before. Okay. And have you go, oh yeah. Yeah. Or I don't like Lara's laugh. Get rid of it. Let me know. <laughs> I talked to when? A li- <laughs> I talked to a listener yesterday on the phone, and she and I she said something that made me laugh. Yeah. And she goes, "Oh my god, that's how you laugh on the show." And I'm like, "Because it's my you laugh." laugh. <laughs> Do people laugh differently and speak differently <laughs> on other things? Yeah. That would be super voice. weird. Yeah, well, I have a cute. I have a gate agent voice though. That's different than podcast voice. You do. <laughs> you do. <laughs>